Support for WABE comes from the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta. If you love Atlanta, you can invest in the big picture. Learn more at cfgreateratlanta.org. I'm Erlon Woods. I'm Nigel Poor. We're the hosts and creators of Ear Hustle from PRX's Radiotopia. Ear Hustle is a show about life inside prison, but it's not your typical prison podcast. In this next season, we've got stories about the objects people keep inside their prison cells. About residents in a women's prison who say they want to stay there. And the most beautiful prison garden. Erlon, I will never forget it. Ear Hustle. Stories about life on the inside told by those who live it. Find Ear Hustle wherever you get your podcasts. From WABE in Atlanta, welcome to this Wednesday edition of Closer Look. I'm Rose Scott. We'll begin with this. I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. I'm going to ask that whoever just made an outburst be removed from the court, please. As this court has indicated, I ask that there be no outbursts in the court, and I expect as much from the gallery. Please respect the court's um, desire for this as we move forward. If you feel like you need to make a comment or otherwise demonstrate with respect to the verdict, I do ask that you step out of the courtroom now. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Dated this 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the foreperson. Have a seat. As to Gregory McMichael. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, the state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael. Case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. 
We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the As to William R. Bryan. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, state of Georgia, state of Georgia versus William R. Bryan, case number CR2000433, jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Signed this 24th day of November by the foreperson. Go ahead, MC. Court having read the verdicts and accepted the verdicts, anything from the state? No, Your Honor, nothing from the state. Anything from the defense? We ask the jury be polled, Your Honor. All, all defendants ask the jury be polled? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask each of you individually a set of two questions with respect to the verdicts that I have just read. If you could please respond when you hear your juror number. Juror number one, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and, it is, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number two, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. I, heard, I think, I can't, okay, two. Juror number three, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes. Juror number four, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number five. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number seven. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number eight. You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number nine. 
You have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 10, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 11, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 12, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. And juror 16, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. The jury has been polled. Anything further from the defense? No, Your Honor. From Greg McMichael? No, Your Honor. From Mr. Bryan? No, Your Honor. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what that means with the court having accepted your verdict is that your role in this case is now at an end. What we're going to do today is I'm going to have all of you, the panel and the three alternates, go ahead and retire into the jury room. I'm going to address a couple matters logistically with you in the jury room uh, once we get done here. But before we do that and before I excuse you, I do want to thank you publicly for your service here in Glynn County. It has been a, uh, a long uh, trial, and I appreciate the fact that you have been attentive. You've listened to the evidence, um, and that is what we ask in this court. It's a very simple ask in a very complex way, um, so it's appreciated. When we all got together, I, I say we all got together, when we got together at different times, I said that I was going to thank you a number of times and how I was going to tell you I do truly appreciate your time here. Hopefully you understand why I said that when we started. I do also hope that you got a little bit of an insight into uh, what goes on in a, in a trial uh, and uh, maybe understand a little bit more of how important it is for members of our community to come down and be part of this process and serve as jurors in this community. So again, thank you for that service. And I'll come address you all in just a moment. You're excused. All right for the jury. That is Judge Timothy Wamsley reading the verdicts in the trial of the three men now found guilty for murdering Ahmaud Arbery on February 23rd of last year. Reaction to the verdicts not only from Brunswick, but throughout the nation and here in Georgia began to surface. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp tweeting, quote, Ahmaud Arbery was the victim of a vigilantism that has no place in Georgia. As legal efforts continue to hold accountable all who may be responsible, we hope the Arbery family, the Brunswick community, our state, and those around the nation who have been following this case can now move forward down a path of healing and reconciliation, close quote. And Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms in a statement, quote, I am grateful the jury has found the three men responsible for the senseless murder of Ahmaud Arbery guilty of their crimes. I am hopeful that this verdict gives Mr. Arbery's family and people across America some level of comfort in knowing that these men are being held accountable for taking the life of an innocent young man, close quote. Now back to Brunswick, Georgia and outside the courthouse. Chants of justice for Ahmad began as family members emerged from the courthouse and were surrounded by civil rights attorneys, activists, and supporters. Wanda Cooper-Jones is the mother of Ahmad Arbery. It's been a long fight. It's been a hard fight. But God is good. Yes, he is. Early in, I never saw, I, to tell you the truth, I never saw this day back in 2020. Mm -hmm. 
I never thought this day would come. But God is good. Yes, he is. He and I just want to tell everybody, thank you. Thank you for those who marched, those who, who prayed, most of all, the, the ones who prayed. Yes, Lord. Thank yes. you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Ahmad's father is Marcus Arbery Sr. Let's keep doing it and making this place a better place for all human beings. Amen. All human beings. Amen. Everybody. Amen. Love everybody. Love everybody. All human beings need to be treated equally. Civil rights activist the Reverend Al Sharpton said of the verdicts, it took a coalition of people to keep pressure on bringing justice for Arbery. Along with civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump, attorney Lee Merrick represents the Arbery family. Ben and I had a, a difficult task to do when showing up to this courthouse and turning the case over to the prosecutors. Um, we want to exercise, as attorneys, as advocates, we want to exercise control over something this important. Yes. And it was difficult to relinquish that control to the Cobb County's prosecutor's office. Uh, of course, we had to under the law, and they did what they had to do to secure a conviction. I applaud them for putting on a airtight case that resulted yes. in conviction yeah. Yeah. for all these men. Next, Latonia P. Hines, Executive Assistant District Attorney for Cobb County, spoke to the crowd. First and foremost, we want you to know that from the moment this case came to our office, it was our foremost goal to ensure that we got justice for Ahmad Aubrey's family. And in particular, we are so very proud and thankful for the confidence that the family has given to us. We admire and commend the courage, the steadfastness, and the strength of Ms. Wanda Cooper-Jones, Ahmad's mother, and Mr. Mr. Marcus Aubrey Sr., the father of Ahmad, in seeking this justice during this process. It has been a long road, and we are so happy that we're able to be here at this end of this road. We'd like to also say thank you, and we commend the courage and bravery of this jury Amen. to say that what happened on February 23rd 2020 to Ahmad Aubrey, the hunting and killing of Ahmad Aubrey. It was not only morally wrong, but legally wrong. Mm -hmm. And we are thankful for that. Amen. And that is Latonia P. Hines, Executive Assistant, District Attorney for Cobb County, speaking to the crowd. You're listening to special coverage of the verdicts and reaction to the three men now found guilty for murdering Ahmad Aubrey on February 23rd of last year. Again, here's Judge Timothy Walmsley. We're back in a moment. I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glynn County, state of Georgia, the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR00. 0433 jury verdict form count one malice murder we the jury find the defendant Travis McMichael guilty I'm gonna ask that whoever just made an outburst be removed from the court please As this court has indicated, 
I ask that there be no outbursts in the court, and I expect as much from the gallery. Please respect the court's um, desire for this as we move forward. If you feel like you need to make a comment or otherwise demonstrate with respect to the verdict, I do ask that you step out of the courtroom now. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Dated this 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the foreperson. Have a seat. As to Gregory McMichael. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, the state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael, case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the 4th As to William R. Bryan. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, State of Georgia versus William R. Bryan, case number CR2000433, jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. 
we the jury find the defendant William R. Bryan guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We the jury find the defendant William R. Bryan guilty. Signed this 24th day of November by the foreperson. Support for WABE comes from the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta. You can go beyond giving to impact. Learn more at cfgreateratlanta.org. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Closer Look continues now here on 90.1 WABE as we bring you special coverage of today's events in Brunswick, Georgia. I'm Rose Scott. On day two of jury deliberations regarding the three men charged with the killing of Ahmaud Arbery in Glenn County, Travis and Gregory McMichael and William Roddy Bryant stood as the judge read the verdicts. I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. I'm going to ask that whoever just made an outburst be removed from the court, please. As this court has indicated, I ask that there be no outbursts in the court and I expect as much from the gallery. Please respect the court's um, desire for this as we move forward. If you feel like you need to make a comment or otherwise demonstrate with respect to the verdict, I do ask that you step out of the courtroom now. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. Dated this 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the foreperson. Have a seat. As to Gregory McMichael. 
in the Superior Court of Glenn County, the state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael. Case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the fourth As to William R. Bryan. In the Superior Court of Glenn County, State of Georgia, State of Georgia versus William R. Bryan, case number CR2000433, jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count three, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, not guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Signed this 24th day of November by the foreperson. Go ahead, MC. Court having read the verdicts and accepted the verdicts, anything from the state? No, Your Honor, nothing from the state. Anything from the defense? We ask the jury be polled, Your Honor. All, all defendants ask the jury be polled? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask each of you individually a set of two questions with respect to the verdicts that I have just read. If you could please respond when you hear your juror number. Juror number one, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and, it is, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number two, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. I, I think, I can't, okay, two. Juror number three, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes. Juror number four, you have heard the verdicts read. 
Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number five, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. Juror number seven, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Juror number eight, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number nine, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number ten, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number eleven, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. Juror number 12, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, Your Honor. And juror 16, you have heard the verdicts read. Were these your verdicts then, and are these your verdicts now? Yes, sir. The jury has been pulled. Anything further from the defense? There you go. From Greg McMichael. No, Your Honor. From Mr. Bryan. No, Your Honor. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what that means with the court having accepted your verdict is that your role in this case is now at an end. What we're going to do today is I'm going to have all of you, the panel and the three alternates, go ahead and retire into the jury room. I'm going to address a couple matters logistically with you in the jury room uh, once we get done here. But before we do that, and before I excuse you, I do want to thank you publicly for your service here in Glynn County. It has been a, uh, a long uh, trial, and I appreciate the fact that you have been attentive, you've listened to the evidence, um, and that is what we ask in this court. It's a very simple ask in a very complex way, uh, so it's appreciated. When we all got together, I, I say we all got together, when we got together at different times, I said that I was going to thank you a number of times and how I was going to tell you I do truly appreciate your time here. Hopefully you understand why I said that when we started. I do also hope that you got a little bit of an insight into uh, what goes on in a, in a trial uh, and uh, maybe understand a little bit more of how important it is for members of our community to come down and be part of this process and serve as jurors in this community. So again, thank you for that service. And I'll come address you all in just a moment. You're excused. All right for the jury. Afterwards, outside the courthouse, lead prosecutor Linda Donikowski. This was a team effort. I want yeah. everyone to know that this was a gigantic team effort. Uh, DA Flynn Brody put his faith and trust in our team, and I could not have done it without my trial partners. They were all very, very instrumental yes. in making this happen. We had so many people on the team that helped to bring justice for Maude and his family. And we really, really appreciate the support that we had and the faith from Mr. Arbery okay, and from Ms. Wanda Cooper-Jones, who have been with us and have put their faith in us and trusted us to bring justice for Ahmad. And the verdict today was a verdict based on the facts. Yes. Based on the evidence. Yes. And that was our goal, was yes. to bring that to that jury so that they could do the right thing. Because the jury system works in this country. And when you present the truth to people and they can see it, they will do the right thing. And that's what this jury did today in getting justice for Ahmad Arbery. Thank you. Also outside the courthouse, defense attorney Kevin Goff 
who represented William Roddy Bryant, spoke to members of the media. Goff says he plans to file an appeal on Bryant's behalf. As for the citizen's arrest defense, Goff wouldn't give a concrete answer when pressed. Do you think that self-defense or a citizen's arrest are really applicable and justifiable in this case? Well, you can't blame the jury for their decision in this case because they're obligated to follow the law that they are provided by the court. So, you know, there were a lot of legal issues that were raised outside the presence of the jury as to what the law was in this case. There were a lot of arguments outside the presence of the jury as to what the evidence was supposed to be in this case. And the jury considered the evidence that they were allowed to hear, and they considered the law that was provided to them. And we respect the hard work they put into this case. But do you think your client was conducting a citizen's arrest? I'm not going to answer that question because if Mr. Ryan wants to discuss it, he has that opportunity in his federal trial. And that audio coming from Channel 11 right here in Atlanta. I'm joined now by longtime civil rights journalist, now a professor over at Emory University. He's been on this program many times. Of course, he's the host of WABE's podcast, Barry Truths, which has been covering this case. And following this, of course, I'm talking about Hank Klibanoff. Uh, Hank, thanks for taking time. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm happy to be with you today, Rose. As for breaking down all the, the, the legalese of this, as we would say, we're going to leave that to our WAB expert, uh, Paige Pate, who will be with Jim Burris in just a few moments. But, Hank, for you and I, lots to unpack here, but let's just begin with since last February, since all of this happened in this case, and obviously coming at a time last year with everything with George Floyd, of course, a polarizing political year, the pandemic, everything going on. Where do you place this this case in terms of this importance, not just of the of the verdict here, but in how this nation and issues that relates to race and social justice and all of that? Well, I actually I do have to start with the verdict because it's remarkable um, and it so um, runs against the grain of history and in, in Georgia and throughout much of the South uh, is just too too rare that you find that white people are found guilty of killing black people um and particularly when the white people challenge it and when they rely on the self-defense alibi it's a remarkable um judgment and i think it um it, it definitely distinguishes georgia from a lot of the other cases that have come by just in recent years it's remarkable how few of them uh sort of went against the white people, the white police officers or others who, who killed black people. This is this is unusual, and it's I think it's historic. Hank, given all the other optics surrounding this, look, it's the South. It's a young black man, unarmed. It's not one, not two, but three individuals. And you have covered so many of these cases in terms of unsolved, civil rights cases. Mm-hmm. And when you look back on those cases, Hank, and then this one, something that's in the moment that we are all living in, can you even begin to make the comparison? We're in a different time. Mm-hmm. We truly are. We sometimes want to say, gosh, but it doesn't look like it. And that's true in many ways. Every day it looks like we've gone back. In fact, we said in this, and doing Ahmaud Arbery for you know a period of time there, it look like 2020 was 1950. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is different. And uh, I mean, I, just a quick thought on this was, you know, you had the Republican governor of the state uh, come out strongly 
critical of, of, of the three men who chased him, calling it savage what they did, calling it brutal. You had the, the attorney general, the Republican attorney general doing that. The head of the GBI, who had been a former district attorney, but a uh, you know, Republican strike. Mm-hmm. They all came out. This, governors didn't used to do this. You know, when mm-hmm. Byron Dilla Beckwith went on trial in Mississippi mm-hmm. for killing uh, Medgar Evers, who walked into the courtroom to shake his hand? Mm-hmm. The, the just, you know, the, the former governor of Mississippi, Ross Barnett. So I think this represents a real shift, and I think it shows that people of all political persuasions can find a way to reach agreement on what justice looks like. But Hank, there's something else here because up until this happened, Georgia's citizens arrest law that was still on the books. And we know that that had been used before. Um, were, it took a, a killing, which we now know is a murder, which a lot of people had come to that conclusion even before the trial that it took something like this to even change that, given the history of not just in Georgia, but in this nation of folks using that, in particular where we know the underlying at the core was racism or yeah. racial bias or mm-hmm. whatever folks want to come up with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not, not <laughs> going to say that these aren't hard-fought wins and that it didn't take the sort of a, catalytic shock to to the body politic of Georgia because there was a visual, you know, demonstrably grotesque video. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's clearly the main difference here. You know, if this had been done, have, keep in mind, this is what shouldn't, this was, this is what should temper our celebration, mm-hmm. is that on the day of the killing, the police officers, and we learned this during the trial, are sitting there watching the video. Mm-hmm. So we may not have gotten it until May. It may not have gone public until May, but in February of 2020, the day Ahmad killed, Roddy Bryan's video is visible, as are videos from uh, people's doorbells and things mm-hmm. like that. So, and none of these police officers brought that out for, between February and May. You know, so it could have gone the other way, and 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 we'd be looking at this as a cold case 50 years from now. So- um, Speaking but it of, didn't. Well, and speaking of going the other way, uh, Jay Bookman uh, just tweeted, of course, you're familiar with Jay, that just to sure. think two district attorneys wanted all of this to go away. That's right. That's right. Jackie Johnson, who now has went away because the, the voters of uh, uh, Glenn County and, the, and that, that district down there voted her out. And George Barnhill, who continues to be a district uh, attorney down there and presumably is still under investigation by the Department of Justice and maybe the Attorney General's office for his role, and very quickly declaring that this was not a criminal act by these three men. They acted in self-defense, and they acted justifiably, and that if anybody was the problem, it was Ahmaud Arbery. And Mr. Barnhill has still not had to answer for that. We heard earlier in our program, we played a clip from the Reverend Al Sharpton that talked about the testimony that was given, the angles that were given regarding who Ahmaud Arbery was, the descriptors that were used, and how his mother and his father and other family members and friends and loved ones had to hear these, what he called, despicable descriptions. But it's a court case, so that's not surprising. But 
it's a trend that has happened so much in this nation when it comes to the defense. You paint the victim, you paint the person that who was killed as someone who was that it was justified in taking their life. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an old playbook. That's from the old playbook, Hank. It is. And guess what? It didn't work. I mean, I can't wait to hear, you know, jurors usually go after right now are probably starting to meet with the attorneys and do a little downloading on, you know, why they reached the verdict so quickly, first of all, and why they reached the verdict that they did. And they will say to the lawyers, well, if you had brought on another person to say this or if you'd done this, you know, and there's they the lawyers walk away fully knowledgeable about why the decision went their way or went against them. And I can't help but wonder if the lawyers are going to walk away saying, particularly Linda Hogue, that mm-hmm. she absolutely should not have referenced Ahmad Arbery's hygiene when mm-hmm. she described him. Uh, that really sent people rocking when she talked about, you know, his dirty toenails. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it just really was an echo, as you say, of, of just a completely different time. And the only difference is that she didn't smile when she said it in the past. Some, you know, a prosecutor or defense attorney would have smiled when they said that. But mm. Hank, it was pretty horrible. It, I think a lot of folks would agree with it. Hank, were you surprised that a verdict did come in on day two and not even a full day? Well, yes. I had run down to the drugstore to fill a prescription. Thought, no, it can't come this fast, you know, so I... Didn't even feel that I hustled on back. Um, yeah, I was surprised, uh, except for uh, the fact that tomorrow is Thanksgiving and no one wants to be hung up and over bringing it back till Friday. But I also think, you know, they. I, I, what I really like about the decision is that it's split in some ways. Mm-hmm. They did not bring felony murder against, you know, Greg McMichael and Roddy Bryant. They didn't bring certain charges against those two that they did bring against Travis. It was a thoughtful decision. It seems to have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and presumably lawyers will look at it, say thoughtful and logical the way they reached it. I haven't studied it closely enough, but I think they were ready. They, they, they walked into that. I'm assuming they walked into their deliberations with really clear ideas about what they wanted to do, which is a really a, a, a great uh, vote of confidence in the prosecution in the case that that they put forward. And earlier today, before the jury did return to deliberations, they came, they wanted to hear the 911 call. They asked to hear that call. The judge did grant that. Just through your lens or from your viewpoint, what do you suspect that was about? They wanted to be clear in hearing, and I believe it was was Travis, I want to be corrected, but one of the McMichaels in in the description to the 911 operator this is a black man. That's very clear. Mm-hmm. Made that in the description uh, yeah. to the 911 operator. Right. I, whether that was a, a problem for the jury, I don't know. We'll have to wait to hear. You know, as you know, there are several 911 tapes. And the one that I that just got my attention, we played it a couple of times in our podcast on Barry Truth on the Ahmaud Arbery case, was that the, the first call, I guess, from the neighbor, in which she says to the neighbor who's reporting a black man is inside the house across the street, and, and she says, what's he doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And the guy never answers Never it. answered. And then she repeats it. Yeah, yes, sir, I understand, but what's he doing wrong? 
And that, to me, it should be sort of the, the headline of all the stories that came out immediately after that. What's he doing wrong? Because the answer that the jury has decided was nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Should he have gone in the house? Maybe not. But good Lord, in this day of HGTV and all the shows that we watch about home makeovers and everything, we're all curious about what's going on inside mm-hmm. a house. Um, I just, but that, to me, uh, was the question that the defense never answered in a way that was suspicious, that, you know, confirmed suspicions of Ahmaud Arbery. Hank, as mentioned with your podcast that you host, Barry Troops, and you all made sure you focused on who Ahmaud Arbery was. You spoke to friends and, and family members, I, I believe. Uh, for our listeners, what do you want them to know about Ahmaud Arbery now? You know, uh, young, young people are full of conflict and present different faces at different times. Uh, you know, the people who played football with him were big fans of his. They loved him. He was all heart. Um, he would do anything for his teammates, and uh, they grieved over him, all of his friends. You saw the people who ran. And these are people who went on to, whether it's a, his friends who went on to Morehouse or his friends who went on to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had just a lot of friends. Did he have some trouble? It, after, later, he did. Frankly, the the defense at one point painted him as someone who had kind of lost his way. I think we said something like that in the podcast. Uh, young people do, and um, you know, I wish the, the, everything were going in the in a direction that he could have found a, a clear path. And it turns his family says he had actually done that mm-hmm. after he'd run into those troubles, and he knew what he was going to do. He was going to continue to head toward becoming an electrician. Um, I want everybody to say people are complex and not to jump to conclusions and not to assume that when a black person's doing something that they're that they're doing it with criminal intent. Hmm. Hank, as always, you and I have had so many conversations as it relates to not only just the cases you've covered for so many decades and what you continue to do to encourage a new generation to tackle some of these horrendous, complex, mm-hmm. unfair. Mm-hmm cases that have yet to be solved and there are so many still out there Hank there are there are but on the other side there are a lot of I got great students and there are a lot more of them who are ready to look at the students that's always good and we will continue to listen to Barry Troops Emory University professor of practice in English and creative writing Hank Klippenoff also from the Pulitzer Prize winning author Peabody Award winning guy Hank you got them all (laughs) He also directs the Georgia Civil Rights Cold Cases Project at Emory. Hank, thank you so much for taking time. As I said, as always, I really appreciate it. Our listeners appreciate it. Thank you so much, Hank. And that's it for this special edition of Closer Look on the day when guilty verdicts came in for the three men now convicted of murder and other accounts related to Ahmaud Arbery. There's more in-depth coverage online at wabe.org. And a reminder, to let us know your thoughts on today's program or any other, just send me an email, rose at wabe.org. And if you missed any of today's program, it's online at wabe.org slash Closer Look. You can also listen to Closer Look weeknights at 7 p.m. as well as in our podcast. Subscribe to Closer Look wherever you like. Stay tuned to 90.1 WABE, Atlanta's choice for NPR. I'm Rose Scott.
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Local, state, national politics. WABE and NPR have the coverage you need. I'm Jim Burris, host of WABE's All Things Considered. Whether it's on the air at 90.1, streaming online, or connecting through our mobile app, WABE keeps you on top of election 2024 in what's sure to be a pivotal year in politics. And for candidates and ballot information, visit our election hub at wabe.org election 2024.